Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Hi everyone, it's Amy. We recorded this episode before the breaking news came out about Asuelu and Kalani. And if you don't know what I'm referring to, Kalani made allegations against Asuelu on her Instagram and it involves sexual assault and it's it's pretty intense. So we did record our thoughts on this matter and they will be appended to the end of the episode. So if you want to hear what we think about it, just hang on to the end and you'll hear it then. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we like ourselves a good lap dance. Ed really liked a good lap dance, Ed did, uh, as did Asuelu. And Jovi behaved himself. We'll get into this, but Asuelu in that strip club was... Hilarious. Hilarious. I mean, here's the thing about Asuelu, and I've always felt this way about him. It looks like the elevator does not go all the way to the top, right? I don't think it does. However, it also looks like he has murderous rage. (laughs) (laughs) He does have a bit of murderous rage. He's a weird dude. I would like to, like, crack open his brain and... And look, but I don't think there's a lot in there. No, I feel like nothing's in there. I feel like he like it's adds- like the little monkey riding the pedals and <laughs> the record go around. I don't know where I got that image from. I feel like he kind of acts from a place of id, but not like mm. you know when they say people act from a place of id. That there always seems to be some negative. In- yes, I don't. Asuelo does terrible things. I don't think he thinks hard enough to know that he's doing terrible things I don't until someone so. points it out for him. I don't think so either, and I just think he's like. Oh, sorry. I just think he's like I, kind of a murderous space cadet, if that's such <laughs> a thing. Murderous space cadet. <laughs> sure, we could go with that. There may be a murderous space cadet out there. I mean, I don't know. I Oh my God, that'll be like the next season of Black Mirror. It'll be a murderous space cadet. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. If, now. if folks haven't watched this season of Black Mirror, it's excellent. Excellent, excellent. 
Let's talk a little sister wives, shall we? Okay, we we have things to have. We have first of all, yes, this will be coming out like seven days from now or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But today mm-hmm. is October eleventh, mm-hmm. Gabriel Brown's birthday. Happy birthday, Gabe! Mm-hmm. I hope people didn't inundate him with stuff today because I just yeah. feel like that's pressing on a bruise. And as much as mm-hmm. we joke about it, but today is his birthday, and I I hope I hope I people hope Cody celebrate. I hope his father called him today. Today should be it. the day of the surprise party, according to my redemption arc. <laughs> yes, exactly. The surprise party. Yeah, I don't think we're having a surprise party today. Well, that's true. And it's only a Wednesday. They might have the surprise party on Friday. You're really stretching there, girl. <laughs> You're really stretching there. I'm pretty sure Cody is under a bunker somewhere having an mm. apoplectic fit. Cody's sitting in a bar with Robin drinking a hard cider. Drinking a hard cider. I know. I do know. I have something in common with Cody Brown? You know I love me a hard cider. You do love you a hard cider. I don't think you'd like the Ace Pineapple hard cider, though. It's pretty gross. Mm. Is it expensive? Um, or is it like like a generic, you know, run of the mill middle cider? of the road okay. cider? Like it's right. you know, I'm always like wondering you... what everything costs that Cody Brown does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think this is like the Dom Perignon of ciders. You don't think it's like I could pay Janelle's rent with this cider? No, no, no. Okay. This is okay. not going to impact student housing at all. This is okay. this is a six dollar cider. So when we recorded Sister Wives, we did not get to talk about the wedding. No, we did not. I put out a bonus episode, but it was lame because I was. It was not lame at all. You should have told Mm. me. I was sitting there too, kind of half in the bag. I did not know. I'm like, I'm not going to bother her half in the bag. (laughs) We could have drunkenly talked about Christine's wedding. We absolutely could have. Uh, Favorite part of the entire People magazine web article mm-hmm. when david woolley says i'm glad some idiot let her go he yes say that exactly but that's what he says i'm glad someone let her go because she is a unicorn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's a lot of talk about her dress i loved her dress i loved her dress too people's complaint about it is that it doesn't appear fitted to her body oh who cares it's the least of my worries. Hey, she looked happy and that's a hell of a lot better dress than her woman first wedding. Had six children. Right. She looks amazing. She may not want it fitted to her body. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like maybe she doesn't want it that tight on her tummy. Like, and no. that's fine. Maybe she just wanted to be comfortable all day and yeah. not have to worry about sitting down and all that stuff. But she probably has like a couple extra pouches, like us all of us who birth children do. And even some of us who haven't birthed children and do. Does not fine. want that highlighted. No. <laughs> No, no. Um, so let's talk kids who were there. So we're okay. we're starting to see the pictures. We Isabel's are. boyfriend is a hottie. Isabel's boyfriend is adorable, as is Hunter's girlfriend. So Very I've cute. seen a lot of people talking about it. They refer to it as the OG thirteen. Okay. So all of Cody's kids with Janelle and Mary and Christine. Leon was there. We Leon weren't sure if there. Leon was going to be there. Leon with was Audrey. There with Audrey. Mm-hmm. There's a photo of Leon and Audrey, Hunter, his girlfriend, I don't know her name, Logan and his wife, Michelle. Yeah. Leon and Hunter look like almost the same person. Is that the picture that someone said it looks like Leon and Audrey split a suit? It does. I think so. I think so. I wish they would lose the bolo ties just because that's not my aesthetic, but that's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's just not my aesthetic. That's yeah. me being nitpicky, but yeah, the OG 13 were there, and it seems everybody except for Gwen. I need eyes on Truly Grace Brown. Was she there? What was she, she oh, doing? She was, oh, oh yeah, I she think was I there. saw her in her transitions, right? 
I didn't see any transitions. I did see she had like a purplish dress on and she has purple bottom half of her hair. Love it. Love Done it. Done in a really haphazard way. It just kind of looks like she bent her head over into a bowl of purple dye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like whatever made it, made it. And whatever didn't, didn't. She probably did. And we or head, that's probably what like happened. Burning down a crayon factory and some got in her hair. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Truly Grace Brown, though, was there and looking happy. Everyone looks so Good. damn happy. So why do we think Gwen wasn't there? There's a lot of talk about it. There's questions of so, let's go to let's go to rumor corner, shall we? Let's go to rumor and conspiracy Ooh. corner. So, okay, go ahead. So Gwen, and I don't listen to her Patreon, even though I'm a member, so I should listen. Uh, but I have too many other things to listen to. She has been shit talking Christine for a couple of weeks. And you're still on her Patreon. I'm still on her Patreon. So I could go back and do some journalism. Okay. All I right. just haven't done pre-journalism. Okay. I'll go back. She's been bitching Amanda, about Amanda, you have Christine. nothing else to do. Get get the back to the Patreon archives. I'll get right on it. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> such a slucker here. And so she's been bitching about Christine. There's a rumor that Cody gave Isabel and Gwen a chunk of money at Christmas. She said that right on her Patreon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why did he give them money? Because he's a dickbag and trying. <gasps> it's part of the redemption arc. It could be part of the redemption arc. I never factored that in, just handing out big piles of cold cash. Of cash. <laughs> well, they don't have that much cash, so I don't know how they're going to do it. And I don't know how much a bunch of money is. Yeah, it could I be wonder $500. If, right. I wonder if, I mean, she's 21 and in college, like $500 could be a bunch it's of huge. money. I it's mean, huge. you could have given that to me three years ago and it would have been huge. <laughs> yeah. Give that to me next week and it is yeah, huge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I wonder if, now, like a chunk of money, like. Did he give her that for her college tuition? Like, hmm. there's a million reasons a dad could give a bunch of money to a college-age girl that aren't nefarious. The conspiracy, though, is that Cody's trying to buy kids off from Christine. I mean, it's a smart move. It's a smart move. I would not it's put the next that, move. I would not put that past him in a second. It's not going to work long-term. We all know this. No, it's not, because he's never going to be able to show up again. The other theory is that she didn't go because Peyton gave Christine away. So Peyton, for folks who aren't dialed into the Sister Wives universe, at which point I don't know why you're listening to this, fast forward, but we're here. (laughs) Peyton and Gwen do not talk to each other. Well, Gwen does not speak to Peyton. I don't think Peyton cares either way, but Gwen wants nothing to do with Peyton. They once got into some sort of altercation and he hit her. No one really ever saw this. It's not that I don't believe it happened, but like we don't, we never saw this on the show. We don't really yeah, know what happened. Yeah. So she has said for years she'll have no relationship with Peyton. Mm-hmm. People were talking about the fact that the Christmas episode we saw, there was no Gwen. Was mm-hmm. that because Peyton was there? Who knows? Gwen is saying she wasn't invited to any of this, either the Cody Christmas or the Christine Christmas. Yeah. Was Gwen, did Christine call Gwen and go, Gwen, you can't come. Click. Or did Christine say, I would love to have you here just so you know Peyton's here as well? Right. And right. Gwen was like, well, I'm not invited then if Peyton's going to be there. I mean, now, I'm not one of these people who thinks that Christine is a saint. No, she's not. However, I can't see her not inviting one of her daughters to Christmas. I can't either. I think she said, I'm done trying to navigate this for the two of you. You're adults mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. You figure out your relationship. I want all of my children here anytime. Now, for Gwen... She did not invite Peyton to her wedding. Fine. Her choice. She can invite anybody mm-hmm. she wants. They were both at Logan's wedding, though. Mm. Okay. Now, Logan's wedding wasn't filmed by TLC. Logan's wedding wasn't near. I mean, 
yes, we were all curious and there was some eyes on it, but it was not the big deal that Christine's wedding is clearly going to be or was. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what it's about. I saw some article this morning. I was going through the facey spaces as I was making my coffee. Someone said maybe Gwen's studying abroad, but like she's still doing these videos at her apartment. Yeah, no, I don't think that's what it is. Maybe she will. I hope she does. I think everyone should study abroad if they can. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on. I think it's, I feel really sad for Christine and I hope it didn't, I hope it, I'm sure it puts some level of damper on her day, but I don't think we've ever seen Christine look that happy ever. Christine looked radiant. She was glowing from the inside. Yeah. God, I hope this works out for her. I do too. Did you see like the back, uh, there's some photos, I don't remember what Facebook group they're in, but something we're both in, but like some big drone shot looking thing. Mm -hmm. With the red rocks in the background and the mm-hmm. lake. Good God. It was you amazing. Could, you could not have come up with a better and setting. And 300 people. 330 people. Now, everyone's like, I don't know how they know that many people. I said that. I was you like, did they even know that many people? Or were they grabbing people to make Cody jealous? <laughs> I don't think they were grabbing people to make Cody jealous. Did they go to the local mall and like hand out free tickets? But then I realized how big their fucking family is. Their family easily is 100 to 150 yeah. people. Yeah. He's got eight kids. She's got six kids. Only five came. But she actually came with 12 kids mm-hmm. and all of their partners. Mm-hmm. And her mother was there and her aunt was there and his, I'm sure he had cousins and grandchildren and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, it's easy to get to that number of people when you have a family of that size. And Janelle was there looking great. Janelle was there looking radiant. So it appears that all of the women wore kind of jewel tonish pinkish dresses. Yeah. Like mauve coral, like all those deep rich. Yeah. 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 And, from the People article, what it sounds like is that she had her whole family walk down the aisle at some point or another. Yeah. Which I think is lovely. Peyton and her dad walked down the aisle together, which I think is very sweet. Mm-hmm. And did you see the leg pop that David Woolley did it during their kiss? I, I did. <laughs> he has a silly streak, which I think is perfect, perfect for her. Perfect for her. Mm-hmm. Cody doesn't silly have a silly too. streak. Cody, Cody had a goofy streak? But not a silly streak, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, I was, when I saw the picture pop up of Cody and Robin in the restaurant and somebody, knowing somebody was there taking a picture, I thought about our, our- Eagle Fit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if that person's going to scream at him or hold him aside. He's our shit. I was telling Todd that last night. I'm like, oh my God, we should go in front of Robin and Cody's house with picket signs. A parade and he's like you might have a problem i'm not actually gonna do this i don't know nobody got time for that i gotta make potato yes. salad for my mother's birthday yes there we go there we go there we go my you know what is- i for i'm failed to mention yes when we were talking about birthdays um john lennon's birthday is on robin's birthday don't forget yes so we need to 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 shower john and sean lennon with love so right that robin gets none so robin gets none today mm-hmm. is Brown's birthday and mm-hmm. Friday is my mommy's birthday. It is her Yay. 80th birthday. And it's Friday the 13th. It's Friday the 13th. Ooh, in October. Just, Ooh. If, I, if I if I'm correct, I believe she was actually born on a Friday the 13th. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yep. happy birthday, Mother Amanda. Happy birthday, Martha Joe. Mm-hmm. This will Martha be after. Jo, she's got a double name. Well, no, she does not have a double name. Okay. Joe is technically okay. her middle name, and she hates it. Okay. With, like 
the passion of a mm-hmm. thousand fiery suns. She thinks it sounds like a hick name. What's your middle name? Bennett. Oh, is that a family name? It is. It is my maternal grandmother's maiden name. And it was okay. also my aunt's middle name, my mother's sister. And it's my favorite part of my name, hands down. Mm. I love it. My What's middle your middle name, name is Lynn. Because, of course, I was course an is. born in the 70s. Right. <laughs> I've had a lot of people call me Amanda Lynn because yeah. then it's Amanda yeah. Lynn and then it's funny. I had a, my first husband had a niece, has a niece. She's still, she's still his niece she's and all that. She's still with us or there's an RIP situation? No, there's an RIP. <laughs> Her name is Amanda as well and she was an Amanda Lynn. Okay. All right. I'm when I got, when I, when I got married, I didn't hyphenate. Okay. Um, but I moved my maiden name to my middle name and got okay. rid of Lynn. So now I'm Baris is my middle name. So yeah, that's, that's what, what my mother did when mm-hmm. she married my father and she yeah. kept Lipnack. Oh, okay. Yeah. She didn't want to have, a, first of all, it was the seventies. So there wasn't the big draw to change names and things like that. And she wanted to have the same last name as me. So did I, I wasn't going to change my name at all. Mm-hmm. And then I happened to, you know, the story I was pregnant before I was married. Right. So I was like, I do want you know, because I didn't. If we had just got married, I would not have thought we were going to have kids, so I would have kept my name probably. Right. But the fact that I was pregnant, I was like, eh, I want the same name as the girls. And yeah. Archer's so much easier than my maiden name, so it's like, you know. uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. Uh huh. No one knows what to do with Lipnack, and so <laughs> legally, I, like I, I I'm so used to it now. I don't love it, but I'm so used to it. Legally, my last name is just Raydell, like according to the Social mm-hmm, Security mm-hmm. folks. But in my real life, I'm hyphenating because I'm 50 years old. Most of the world knows me as Amanda Lipnack. Yeah. I don't want to lose yeah. that. I got you. All right. We've chit-chatted long enough. Yes, we have. Let's it's time that. to time to dive in. Um, I did tell Amanda last night, I'm going to need the shame bell because I'm going to defend jo- Jovi here. And then I watched the whole episode and was like, never mind. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah, I, we'll, I, talk about we'll talk about it. We'll get there. We'll All right. So there. this is season one, episode 10 of Last Resort called Last Chance Saloon. I actually found out the title too. I was really mm-hmm. impressed with myself. Mm-hmm. First, these titles are hard to find. Yeah, they are. MDB has them. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start where we picked up and Amanda's got all the girl scenes covered and she left me all the bro scenes. That's right cuz I was very happy about that. Amy, Amy likes to talk about Jovi and some bros. So I do. We are back at Havana Cabana. So I did a little deep dive and by a little, I just went to their website. Deep dive on Havana <laughs> Cabana. Because the sign looks real broke down. But mm-hmm. the resort itself looks nice. Mm. So it's an actual resort. All that hotel, all that. I couldn't find anywhere on there that you could get a day pass. Oh. So I have. I was trying to figure out, like, how are they at this place? How are they there? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's in Key West. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm guessing is, is that, you know, Matt Sharp went to them and said, hey, can we film here? We'll we'll show your sign all over the place. Because I would yeah. go to Havana Cabana. That place yeah, I would nice. too. It looked fun. Yeah. So, and everything happens there. So we come back right where we stopped off. We review what happened with Kalani and Hall J Pass. And the girls lose their minds. Kalani. Lose their yeah. minds. Liz's face was the best. She was like, <laughs> She had Pikachu face. I loved her little fun bun buns they were super cute i wonder if i could pull that off probably not i liked it as well i don't know if i could do it with my 17 wisps of hair i would right. try but i, don't I think, think my I can hair pull needs to be a little longer to, to pull it off but maybe mm. not i don't know maybe that maybe that's what i'll play with this weekend she looks super cute in this and liz gives her a high five <laughs> yes she does yes she does and Yara says, liz at that, that point is the only one who knows the true story right 
And Yara says, I wish I could judge you, but I can't. This is all Asuelu's mistake. And she doesn't even know yet. Mm-hmm. Angela calls out what we said, bringing someone else during your marriage therapy. <laughs> it's kind of... Yeah, that's a choice. Kind of a lot. That's a choice. But Angela says she kind of gets it as well. Yara now says she wants to know everything. Mm-hmm. And so Kalani says she wanted to just go over there and talk. Yeah, sure, okay, girl. Kalani. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yara said she at you, least hoped she hoped there's an orgasm. You got a booty call while you were in marriage therapy. Marriage therapy. Because <laughs> you're not banging your husband, so you gotta bang somebody. Uh yeah. I and I mean I like that Yara's like, I hope she at least had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. So great. No, she said orgasm. She always orgasm. puts the wrong emphasis, emphasis on the wrong, on the wrong syllable. syllable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Todd yesterday had therapy and said, I have to go to my therapy now. There we go. There Everybody's go. going to therapy. Mm-hmm. And Kalani says, she tells the whole story about the fact that Asuelu has cheated 12 times during their marriage. And Angela and Yara are gobsmacked. Angela As I put in their next, their gobs to... have been smacked. They are like, <laughs> Angela is ready to burn Asuelu's house down. <laughs> oh, Angela is pissed. And Angela asks what she's going to do. Is she going to go to the recommitment ceremony? And she says she doesn't know what she's going to do. Yara tells her she deserves so much better, and she does. And then she goes on to say that her husband doesn't cheat, but he's addicted to the strippers. Put a pin in that. Yes. We see that real clear. This real episode. clear. Kalani says the therapy's made her realize that she's put everyone ahead of herself, which, mm-hmm. girl, haven't That's we all? That's the therapy I want to see. Like, I yeah. want to see those sessions where you're talking. Not them, with, you know, cl- fake fucking a. Right. Like, I want to see where you're talking to Kalani about her need to mother everybody. Where does that come from? Right. Right. That's what I want to see. How does she prioritize everybody? Why Orna in there? That's the only way this is going to get done. I love Orna. Orna would would get, actually, and these therapists aren't bad, but Orna would get all these people in shape Mm -hmm. real quick. Yep. And she says it's time to prioritize herself. Angela says they need to change the subject so she can process all of this. (laughs) Which... I've been that person when someone drops a big thing on you and you're like, I'm going to need a minute to let the whole oh, brain not me. Up. I have 75,000 questions and they don't stop. I'm peppering <laughs> you with questions. <laughs> and then we have Kalani and the talking head and she's, she's real weepy. This is the preview that we saw that we mm-hmm. weren't sure. And this is drunk, weepy Kalani after mm-hmm. a little talking head. And she says, the tears of Kalani. Where's the Jake? The tears when- of Kalani. I can't wait. There's going to be a lot of talk of the tears of Kalani. And she's torturing herself trying to keep her family t- unit together. And she's going to lose something regardless. And I yeah. remember being in this state, too, yeah. of like, no matter which way I go, I'm losing something. Yeah. And she's so sad. And she's so done with this marriage. And she almost throws up. Like, she's so upset, she almost throws up. Yeah, we need to stop with this. With because- the almost throwing up. On 90 Day, they were doing this, too. On 90 Day, the other way. We need mm-hmm. to stop leaving these people mic'd when they are dry heaving. Yes, because Please. for those of us who are sympathetic vomiters. Yes. yes. I, this is me. We can't mm-hmm. do this because I no. almost threw up. Me, too. And Angela finds her post-talking head and is actually incredibly sweet. Like, this is what we're talking about if Angela can be a really great person. If you're on her team, she will take care of you. Yeah, and she was wonderful. And she... It's just holding her and mm-hmm. letting her cry and reminding her that Kalani didn't do this. This is the consequences of his actions. Mm-hmm. And 
She should have left a long time ago, but Angela says she has to make the decision for her and not for everyone else. And mm-hmm. she's right. Yep. Kalani has to do the best thing for her, which will then be the best thing for her children. Agreed. As long as she doesn't fuck off and never come back to her children. <laughs> right. There are Child some parameters around that. Kalani, is, Kalani, I think, would, you know, ball and chain herself to these children if given, Agreed. given the chance. So are we decided, are we going to do, we're yep. going to do the new bar? Let's go to the guys. Yep. Okay. Okay, so the boys are heading to Key West, and Asuelu is making traditional Samoan crowns from blades of grass. Uh huh. And (laughs) walking around, they're walking around with them like Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. They show up at this bar, and everything is empty. Which we know they filmed this during the off season in Key West. Everything is empty. Yeah. So they show up in this bar; it's empty, and Ed is with them, and he asks the bartender if she's tired from running through his mind all night. This was so gross, gross and gross. weird. And I'm like, Ed, this is why everyone hates you. Well, yeah. that and you're an abusive piece yeah. of shit. But this is the shit that people don't like. Yes. And he thinks it's charming. Well, he tells the camera when he performs, Liz hates it. And he knows that. And that's why she does it. <gasps> this triggered me so deep. It I really hate- did. Because you know what Ed is? He's a fucking scorch. He that's is. what he does. He scorches Liz. Mm-hmm. And then he gaslights her into about thinking that he's it not doing it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's such a dick. Mm-hmm. Can't believe she's married to him. So Asuelu tells Jovi and Ed about the situation with Kalani disappearing last night. He says he thinks she slept somewhere else. And Ed is like, did she hook up with someone? And then we get a Jovi confessional where he he has like a, a stunned face. And he's mm-hmm. like, I hope I'm never in this position of having to find my Yara somewhere because I fucked off. You know what I mean? Like right. he is. This, this is him shook out. him a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ed says uh, he sees Asuelu trying, but he doesn't see the rep rep. Help me recipro- reciprocity. He doesn't see the reciprocity. I can't say that word. Reciprocity. Let's talk about why I can't say that word. Okay. Reciprocity. I feel like. My go-to, like what I want to Reciprocal? say is R-E-P. Ah, rep, rep. You know what I mean? Yes. That's you want to say sound. like reprieve. Yes, that's the sound I want to make. But you can't. But I can't. Because that's not the word. Reciprocity. You need to make a rest sound because that's the word. Okay. It's reciprocity. It's okay, reciprocity. I'm leaving all this in so we can all learn how to say reciprocity. Reciprocity. Okay. Good. So um, he says, you need to prepare yourself for either scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another note on big words with me. Whenever I have to say them, I spell them out phonetically. Oh, okay. And I did not spell that one out phonetically. That's why you stumbled. I just, I stumble over big fancy words. You know what? (laughs) Which is ironic because you're a writer with multiple degrees. There's some that I have like a really good grasp of Mm -hmm. and I can whip out at any time. But when it goes against the logic of how my brain would sound it out, I, I struggle. I can't say, there's one word I can't say, which is annoys people. You know that truck that takes you to the hospital in an emergency? An ambulance? I can't say that properly. How do you say it usually? Ambulance. Ambulance. Okay. Ambulance. I think it's like stuck over from my, my childhood <laughs> or something. Ambulance. But if well, I like sound it out really slowly, I'm like, ambulance. Ambulance. Like I, there's something that just like. Short circuits in my brain. What's the word I always stumble over that we talk about? Ancillary. Ancillary, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ancillary, I was saying. Ancillary, yes. Ancillary. Um, <laughs> I forget what else. I was. I never get it right. It's okay. Okay. 
Oh, guys, you can have all the college degrees in the world. If you can't read or talk, <laughs> who cares? You're, you're Amy Archer. Okay, <laughs> so they're like, dude, they're basically saying to him, because Ed has all the information from Liz. Mm-hmm. So he's basically saying to Osuela, like, mm, this is not going to work out, dude. <laughs> no. Do you this- think, well, do you think Liz told Ed? Because I don't know if they had time together. Yeah, he said that Liz told him what was going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I missed that part. Because remember, uh, Kalani told her one morning in the pool, and then I right. think there was a night. Okay. Or they went back to the room and got ready for this. Maybe, yeah. And had time to tell. Because you know Liz. Liz is our girl. She's one who's going to have the scoop and run as fast as she can to tell everybody else. I really liked Liz in this episode. I did too. We, on Gen X, this is why we call that run and scoop speed. Oh, I like that. Scoop yeah, you speed. run scoop speed because you have scoop. <laughs> you scoop okay. to share with people. So Ed asks, how can I support you? Ed is so fake. He's so I fake. Know. He says all the him. right, proper things at the right time. But they're all bullshit. So mm-hmm. And Asuela says, I want to go to stripper. Okay. Okay. That's how so, we support you. Okay. <laughs> Ed then tells Jovi and Asuelu that he told Liz about it and Jovi is pissed. Mm-hmm. Jovi mm-hmm. tells the camera, I knew Ed couldn't keep a secret. He continues to be himself. And I thought that was a great way to phrase it. Ed's going to Ed. Ed's going to Ed. He cannot help but be Ed. And Ed mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. And he's not taking any of this therapy seriously. So no. he's not going to have any change. Then Jovi gets on the phone with Liz. And he's asking if Ed can go. And oh, don't tell the others. But she he's on speakerphone. Everyone hears it. I'm surprised you didn't hear Kalani go, <gasps> I know, this is bullshit. This, this is, is all a, bullshit. This is fraudacity. And Liz is like, okay, you know, since you called me and told me and you did the right thing, you can go. Whatever. Uh, so weird. I don't like this whole asking for permission. Like, it's one thing to be like, we're going to go to a strip club. Are you okay with that? Like, if you have a moral objection to that, tell me right. and I won't go. But like, I'm going to go. Right. But like this calling and saying, can can Jovi come or can... Can, yeah, can Asuelu or whatever, can Ed come out and play? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Now, okay, so now I want to tell you what has turned me against Jovi in this episode. Okay, please. Jovi texts the stripper he knows. Now, why did we think he was texting the stripper? Why did we think he was texting yeah. the stripper? The past couple episodes, he kept saying... Because he, he said he was going to. He was texting the stripper, though, to see if she was working. Working, right. Right? Right. Which implied to me and probably to everyone else that they were going to go see her strip that's what i thought too that's not what happened now that's not what happened no the text messages i paused and i read them Uh oh said are you come do you want to come out and meet us he was inviting her to hang out he was not inviting her or he was not seeing when she was working working Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's not that's That's something different different that's something different a little different it's one thing if you I, think have, I still don't think he'd cheat on her. I don't either. But it's one thing if you have a bartender friend that you're going to see. Oh, hey, can we come see? It's another thing if you're inviting that person out with you. Mm-hmm. Very different. So uh, I just I wrote, no. Nope. someone you've banged before. Yeah. Which, which oh, that he, he went had. to Jamaica with. Did you know right. that, Amanda? He went to Jamaica with her. He might have mentioned that 1,700 times. Now they get to the strip club and Asuelu's gob is smacked. Hashtag we'll never forget using no. that phrase. That's amazing. Thank that you, is, backdoor friend. Yeah, that's a new one. for. That's um, one we're going to hold on to for a while. His gob is smacked. He is stunned at what is in front of him. Like he is just like. <laughs> he is, is a kid in a candy shop. 
he's a kid in a candy shop. He just can't can't stop, won't stop making a goofy face. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Ed is drinking Long Island iced teas. What are, you, what are you, a 21-year-old at I know. A party? You shouldn't like, be doing that over 50, dude. What no. are you doing? You shouldn't be doing it over 30, but no whatever. No wonder he looks so rough the next yeah. day. Yep. I mean, he doesn't look good to begin with, but he looks real rough. Jovi's drink is vodka and water mm-hmm. because it keeps the calories down and, and he keeps you hydrated. Mm-hmm. Jovi's a professional. We don't know what Asuelo's drinking. A lot. Yeah. Whatever, whatever Asuelo's drinking, it's a lot. It's a lot. So now Jovi tells us, I've been a fan of strip clubs forever. I've been sneaking into these things since I'm 16 down on Bourbon Street. Like, okay, dude, you might want to talk to a therapist about this. I'm just saying, (laughs) why are you so drawn to strip clubs? Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. But I I actually sort of understand it. I mean, sort of. We'll talk about it. When you think about it, though, he is willing to even jeopardize his marriage for a strip club. He is. It's weird. There's some pull there. There's some pull. Yeah. He's all boned up in his confessionals over being the mentor to Asuelu here. Like, he is big man on campus. He is. I'm going to show you how strip club works. I'm going to take you. You know, everything. Right. Of course, Ed has to get on stage and be the center of attention. God. Jovi Jovi then says, let's call Michael up because Angela wants us to make him feel more included. Jovi, you know better than to do this now. Michael is no dummy, and he no. runs away from that phone as fast as possible. <laughs> he hangs up within seconds. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Angela mm-hmm. will kill me if I'm looking at naked ladies. He tells the camera, uh, strip club's not my thing. If Angela finds out, she will literally fly to Nigeria and kick me in the face. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, no. Mm-mm. No. No. Did Ed- you notice Angela said naked the way that Mary Payne does? Yes, she does. Yes, naked. she does. Yeah. Naked. Naked. Um, Ed was motorboated. Jesus and Christ. he grabbed the stripper's ass and Jovi calls him out for it. Now put a pin in that because I think uh-huh. that this comes up next week. Okay. And Jovi immediately is like, Ed, you fucked up, dude. You weren't supposed, supposed to, to grab touch. the stripper's ass. And Jovi is the only one behaving himself here. Jovi's actually being a completely normal human here. Yeah. I mean, Jovi's he's looking at naked ladies. It's before him, but he's not touching anybody. No. No. He's not. No. Um, but he does have to ask the strippers if they know Jasmine, because I went to Jamaica with her. Like, what right. is this? What is this? Yeah. It's like a weird know. flex that he went to Jamaica with this stripper. Right. Now, I think Jovi just feels so terrible. I Not t- so terrible about himself, but he's very insecure. And this is one of his ways of... I don't understand why he's insecure, because Miss Gwen had him in all the beauty pageants that he right. won. Right. And she make, she's literally making him the sunshine of her life, Mrs. Gwen. Oh, Mrs. Gwen, absolutely. And that, I think that's a, I think, a, I don't know. Crawfish culture. Crawfish culture. Crawfish culture thing. <laughs> Crawfish culture. Crawfish fuck boy. Crawfish fuck boy. Never forget. Let's just snort it. You just snort <laughs> Sorry. Leave you it didn't that you didn't laugh that part the first time we said crawfish fuck boy. Uh, but yeah, he, she she has absolutely put him on a pedestal and he can do very little wrong. Except she will read him for filth. She will read him for filth. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, this is where I was like, let me get the shame bell. Okay. This is where I was shame. like, Joey's not terrible. Shame. He knows how to behave in a strip club. He does. Shame. Like, he does. And so he's taking care of these yahoos. He's taking care of everybody else. Mm-hmm. However, 
the texting with the stripper, I'm not okay with. Yeah, that's Mm-mm. real strange. And the bragging about the going to Jamaica. He's flexing that. And I don't yes. know why. And that's got to make um, uh, Yara feel like shit. It does. So now they get a lap dance first, Waylu, And there's literally no one else in the club. So they just do it right on stage. <laughs> and two girls, three girls get on him. And he's yelling, is this cheating? And Jovi's like, this is not cheating. You're good, boy. You're good. <laughs> and then... um. Things get pretty crazy, and Jovi immediately knows when to pull the plug. Yeah, Jovi's like, uh, we've gone too far. These these motherfuckers are way too drunk. Yep. They're yep. not making good choices. Yep. I'm going to pull these pull these he out. He pulls the plug. He gets up on stage and pulls Asuelu out of there. Right. Pulls him out <laughs> from under women's <laughs> legs. Like, <laughs> yes. And Asuelu says, if I could, in a confessional, if I could bring this concept to Samoa, I would be a billionaire. <laughs> Particularly given what we heard about Samoa. Samoa. I, I can't say it the way he does. Samoa. And I don't want to. Samoa. Samoa. I, love, I love the way he says it. Mm-hmm. I cannot do it. My mouth my mouth won't make those sounds, whatever it is. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I given what we now know about their culture, this really. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys apparently can't keep it in their pants without strippers. It would Imagine be if easy were strippers. to start a strip club there. Although I would fear for the strippers' lives. I Not their lives, this- but like their autonomy. They would be, yeah. I, I feel like there'd be a lot of lines crossed. I feel like that too, but I also think it's illegal in small, which is yeah. why they're. Yeah, which they're is why repressed. They're- mm-hmm. Exactly. The more you repress, repress people, the more it will come out. Yes. So funny the cab ride home is pretty funny and they're all shit faced, clearly. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Now we're going to go to the second girls scene. Yes. Yeah, so we still are at Havana Cabana, we're at, but we're at a different bar. And Liz and Yara are just being so incredibly sweet to Kalani. And Kalani's really upset and they're comforting her. Angela brings drinks. And then we have the Ed phone call with the strip club. And Yara is pissed. But she's pissed. She's, but she's very much like, I'm not going to let this ruin my night. No, but she kind of does a little bit. Can we pause for one minute and just talk about how much we love Barry Manilow and what a great song Copacabana is? Oh, of course. Of and course. every time we say Cabana Havana, I want to break out into it. You you want to talk about Lola and her showgirl times and I just, the dress I'm, she used to wear and the dress there, down to there? There is a song by Barry Manilow called Even Now. Do you know it? I could sing it to you from the first note to the last note if you needed me to right now. I could put that song on at any given moment and sob. I don't sob anymore, mm. but I I love me some Barry, and even now it's great. I've seen Barry Mandelow in concert like five or six times. Really? So you're a fan of Oh, I'm I'm a low level fan of okay. My first concert was Barry Mandelow. My dad okay. took me when I was seven. Okay. You know what we should do? Because he does still tour. Next time he tours, <gasps> I would go see him. I would go see go. him. I would go see him. Last time I saw him was in Allentown, which would be let's, easy for us. Let's go see him, even if it's Vegas. I don't care. We're going to see him. <laughs> Next time Barry Manilow is in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. Or Vegas. We're going to see him. We'll go to Vegas. Uh, Yes. But yes, I would 100% go see him. And I will sometimes put, I hate to admit this, I will sometimes put on even now when I'm driving around crying. Just so you can have a cry? Mm -hmm. That or I was telling Stephanie when we were doing Golden Bachelor. I, I always cried in No Hard Feelings by the Avid Brothers. That's like my okay. song. Like I want okay. that song on at my funeral. It's my song. Okay. And I could put that sucker on and it, I could be in the best mood if I put that on. I'm going to be reduced to tears. tears. My favorite Barry Manilow song other than Mandy, which is the obvious. Mm-hmm. Of course. Is um, Weekend in New England. 
I love Weekend in New England. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. That's my favorite. That'll this, make me cry. This has been Barry Manilow Corner. Let's get back to our regular scheduled program. <laughs> back to these yachts. <laughs> so uh, Yara talks about how she's both annoyed that he's going to the strip club and his lying to her. Mm-hmm. That's what really pisses That's her off, the thing that hurts her, I think. Yeah. And everyone is proud of Ed for being honest. Oh, God. Yay! Yay! Ed, you didn't tell a fucking lie. Yay! Oh, God. I mean, we're going with the bare minimum here. Mm. And But Yara says, at least he does that. At least he doesn't lie, Jovi. Not so yeah. much. I'm sorry, Amanda. I'm putting you on the spot right now. If you had to pick a husband, would it be Ed or Jovi? Jovi. There you go. There you go, Yara. Anyone would pick Jovi over Ed. Ed told one truth. <laughs> Jovi's a better human. Jovi is, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. There's a. There's Jovi needs deep. the crawfish fuck boy uh, out of him, exercised yes. out of him. And then he'd be great. Then he'd be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's still pretty deep in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kalani says she wants to smack Jovi. And if she had the option of a stripper or Yara, she'd choose Yara. Of course she would. Everyone would, would choose I? Yara. Mm-hmm. And Yara's trying to enjoy her night and not think about this. She'll deal mm-hmm. with it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And now we get the dick size thing with the yeah. churros. Oh, God. Yes. This, the drunk girls have arrived. Oh, boy. The drunk girls oh, have entered boy. the chat. This is mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, Yara asks how big Ed's dick is with like a nub of a chur- churro. Mm-hmm. And then Angela takes like 17 churros and makes like a foot and a half long thing and mm-hmm. no one can believe it. And then Yara stands up and like holds up the churros as if they were... Mm-hmm. An erect pe- I was like, oh my God. Oh, I feel like this is one of those things that Yara is going to watch the next day and go, oh God, I did that on it, television. It's so funny because I feel like I'm Yara and Yara is me. Because Yara is a little bit prudish when she's around people and that is me. Yes. 100%. But I have no doubt that she is not prudish in the bedroom. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Like I always say, you know that golden girl saying Dorothy in the streets, Blanche in the sheets? I'm That's more you. like a rose in the streets. <laughs> Blanche, Blanche in the sheets. In the sheets. Yeah, yes. there you yes. go. It can come off very prudish. Yes. And Yara well, does as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. And so then we cut, we're cutting between men and women, but now we're back at the women and they're in a hot tub, which is way nicer than their resort's hot tub mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that it's not a standalone hot tub that looks <laughs> like you ordered it from Target. Yeah. <laughs> from Target. <laughs> And Yara says she doesn't want Jovi's stupidity to ruin her night with the girls. Mm-hmm. Liz jokes about doing a strip tease. She jumps in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. And now we have to see everyone's boobs except for Yara's, which might be the only boobs there I'd want to see. I thought they were going to hook up. Oh, my God. Liz and Angela? They're yeah. like, yeah, these are not the same two women who were screaming at each other six or seven days Liz ago. Liz seems like she's a good time. She I seems like she'd make out with you in a corner. You know I think, what I mean? I think Liz would make out with you in a corner. Mm-hmm. I I like this version of Liz. I do too. I like Liz away from Ed. I do too. That's what it is. Yeah. When she's not is. with him, she's a normal yeah. human. And I hear a lot of people are really hard on Liz and they think that she's only with him for the clout and blah, blah, blah. She's in a cycle of abuse, guys. She is. That's what this is. She's not. She may use the fame as one of her, you know, plus column reasons mm-hmm. to stay. Mm-hmm. She's in an abuse cycle. This is a broken girl. This is a hurt is. woman. And I, feel I want better for her. for her than this. Yeah. But now we see everyone's tits. Kalani even shows off her boobs. Did you hear Angela say, your boobs look like mine used to? My old ones. She goes, my, <laughs> my old ones. ones. My <laughs> old ones. 
And I just said, I hate Everyone drunk Everyone wants Angela. to see Yara's. And, and uh-huh. Yara's, Yara's like, again. No. And I have to tell you, if I was in this situation, even if I was drunk, I would not do it. And I'd be the first one to pull my boobs out. Yeah, I drunk. would not do it. I would be like, and I would not do it. It's so weird. Okay, we're going to get drunk in a hot tub someday. I'm going to ask to see your boobs. Just because I want to hear the no, you're not going to see him. Not going to see him. <laughs> Put Jovi in the hot tub. I'll whip him out. But there that's, that's about it. I'm not. I don't know. Maybe Yara. Maybe. maybe. I could get drunk enough to give him to Yara. But. Okay. I don't know. I don't even know if I would whip them out for Timmy in a hot tub. Like, I would just be, like, in front of people. Like, oh, okay. I would just be, mm, I'm very mm. modest. Good which is know. not fitting with my personality. Which so you're is not going to be heading to a nude beach anytime soon. I would go to a nude beach with Timmy if I didn't know anyone else there. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. There you go. Even then I'd be like beat red the entire time. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd want to like lurk through the bushes to watch all that happen. It's weird. So- and it's not a self-conscious thing. Cause there was many years in my life that I had a very decent body and mm-hmm. I still was like this even then. Okay. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Oh, good. By the way, those years are not now. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy. But what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Little Miss Recap today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Little Miss Recap. So we're back at the show now. Michael calls Angela. And now we have the drama over being called in the strip club. This is and hilarious. Oh my Angela god. Angela oh, reenact. Let's reenact. Okay. Okay. Who do you want to be? You pick. Um, I will be Michael. Okay, I'll be Angela. Okay. Hello, Michael. Hello. Hello, baby. I need to tell you that I was on the uh, Jovi called me from the strip Jovi club. Jovi called you. Jovi called you. What do you want? Uh he just called me from the strip club and I saw what, what I saw what? and then I hung up you immediately. Saw a naked lady? You saw a naked lady? Me- Baby, 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 I hung up. You saw them girls? You saw them girls? Baby, baby, I hung up as soon as, as soon as I saw what was happening, I hung up. Michael, I'm sick of this bullshit. You're digital cheating on me. I mean, and then Jovi called me again. You answered a second time? Well, 
no, wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you want to the second time? Why are you looking at these naked girls? What the hell is wrong with you, Michael? Do I need to get over there with my Marlboro Reds and beat the shit out of you? Do you need to manipulate me and cake? Yes, you do, because I love cake. Don't try to manipulate me with cake. I can and be manipulated scene. with cake. And scene. I can be manipulated with cake she very does, easily. She flies off the handle. Oh, I can oh be manipulated with any cake. Yeah. She goes from zero to a million in a second. Accuses him of digitally cheating on her <laughs> after That's he had virtually best. cheated on her. <laughs> and this, this is a bad take. Kalani says this is warranted because he broke the codes of cheating. Oh, Kalani, stop. Do you stop know it. how many guys Angela's objectifying and looking oh, at? Come Jesus. on. Come on. Uh, two hours ago. <laughs> two that hours waiter. ago. Yes. <laughs> we don't have to go back in time. We have to go about five cocktails back. <laughs> yes. Today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Today. Mm-hmm. She offered to leave her husband for somebody. <laughs> yes. And Very Michael true. got randomly called. <laughs> and he's the problem. And then Liz, I know you're going to get to this. Well, go ahead and then I'll chime in. Go ahead. So Liz, Liz is trying to be the same person here and trying to fix this, but she's drunk. So this Mm -hmm. gets, this Mm -hmm. goes real awry. She asks for screenshots. She's like, tell Michael to show you on a call log how long the calls lasted. Okay. That tells me everything I need to know about Liz and Ed's relationship. The fact that she like snapped into that response, she's Mm -hmm. been in this position before. She has been like, send, prove it to me. Show mm-hmm. me the text messages, mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. Yep. And on some level, this isn't the worst idea. Sure. But we have it's to all assuage Angela's insanity. Right. Sure. But I said, if you have to jump through this many hoops to trust your partner, yeah. this is ridiculous. But Liz is used to this. Those hoops came naturally to her. Mm-hmm. She's like, Let, I have an idea, blah, 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 blah. She's clearly done this before. Yes, she has. Mm-hmm. And. Angela considers this cheating. This is like the virtual cheating. And this is why she has her divorce papers and she wants to make sure she's not being played again. Well, <sighs> yeah, Angela, stop. He's stop. not playing you. He's just an idiot. Yeah. He's first of all. Okay. And I, I have to Jovi, if you're listening, come closer. <laughs> <laughs> why did I just lean in as we if I'm Jovi? All, we can all see you. Oh, we can't see you. Right. Do, do they not know how cameras work? Right. There is a camera crew pointed at you and he's going, I sure hope Yara doesn't find out about this. <laughs> um, it's like all of these people on all of the talking heads. I have this secret. Mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. tell anybody. Mm-hmm. You know this is on television, correct? Like you are letting a TLC cameraman point the camera at the phone as you're texting the stripper. And you're like, I sure hope Yara doesn't see these text messages. Right. Like, Come what are you on. talking about? Anyway. Anyway. Um, I was I clocked that Yara is real drunk and she's doing the drunk stare thing that I've quite <laughs> often done in my life where she's just kind of like zoned out. <laughs> Yara's somewhere else. I don't know where she is currently. And uh, but she has the cutest little flamingo glasses. They all have fun glasses mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And Liz says this seems a bit shady that Michael won't take the steps to show his call log, as this could have been a big step for Angela's trust. Oh, come on. Angela's never going to trust him. No. He could lock himself in a padded room with only access to his phone. And it's a direct line between the two of them. He Mm -hmm. cannot communicate with any other soul on the planet. 
And she still wouldn't trust him. Meanwhile, can we discuss that he is 9,000% cheating on her left and right over there? Oh, of course. He's he has his, his own life. He's getting Legos. a BJ for real 17 times a day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's gotten many a BJ for real. Yes. Yes. Okay. So do, the fact that we have next time on? Uh, no, we're at the morning after. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Duh. Forgot about this. Okay. So... We start with Jovi and Yara, and it's just the the slow pan around the room. There's empty wine bottles. Mm. There's a half glass of wine on the nightstand. There's another cocktail on the nightstand. There's mm-hmm. a half drunk bottle of water. Mm-hmm. There, Jovi's in his robe. Yara wakes up, tells him he smells terrible because I'm sure he does. I'm sure mm-hmm. he's just sweating alcohol at this point. Mm-hmm. And he dr- he leans over. He drinks some of the juice and she's like why would you even drink why would you even drink an alcoholic drink and he's like i thought it was juice yara honey i'm gonna lean in yara i'm gonna give you a little tip as somebody who's been with many alcoholic men and we've been on (laughs) benders yes now's not the time now is not the time because he's in what i call the explosive stage and you just gotta let him get through this hangover you gotta hit him in about Eight to ten hours, and then he'll be in guilt phase. When he's when the hangover's done, Mm -hmm. but he's exhausted, and he feels guilty, and he feels guilty. Mm -hmm. He doesn't feel guilty yet. No, he's just doesn't want to be in trouble. She's gonna back off because he's gonna explode on her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we cut over real quick. We cut over real quick to Liz (laughs) and Ed, and this is waking up a very hungover Ed. Mm -hmm. This is this. This scene doesn't bother me at all. No. Like, if this is what their relationship was, yeah. it would be totally normal. She's yeah. like, honey. He's like, why Why did I oversleep so much? She's like, because you had a rough night. <laughs> and it's one o'clock in the afternoon. I can't tell you the last time I slept past 10, let alone No, I want to know what time these guys all came in. Kalani is playing with the boys in the water. I just wrote, she looks stunning. I know. And way too good to be hungover. No one mm-hmm. should look that good after mm-hmm. a night out. And she says, Asuelu says when Asuelu finds out what she did, he will flip out, which we see on the next time on. Yeah. Now we're back at Jovi and Yara's. He takes a sip. She yells at him. And then she starts pressing him of what they did last night. And Jovi's mm-hmm. trying to just skirt hard on the issue. Now mm-hmm. we just hung out. We had a good time. Yara says, you know, I know about the strip club. Yara asks why he didn't tell her. And why did he tell Ed to not tell the girls? He denies that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not good, Jovi. But if we go back to what happened, uh, hold on. Okay. Shame. If we go back to what happened, shame. Jovi is drunk shame. and he's yes. yelling, "Liz, will you let Ed?" Blah blah blah. And Asuelu says, "And don't tell the girls." And Jovi just repeated it. Yes. I don't yes. think that came from Jovi. No, but I don't think he wanted her to tell the girls. Either. Right. And. Yara's, and this made me so sad for Yara. So freaking sad. Yara says, I don't understand why you're obsessed with strippers. What don't I give you that they can? She yeah. thinks this is about her and yeah. it is not about her it's at all. It's not about you, Yara. No. He says they were just it, having a good that, time. That's the Madonna and the whore situation. Like, do you, do you think that he has to see her as squeaky clean? Maybe and then has to get off by seeing the dirty girls at the and, and I'm saying that he probably sees them that right. way. I it's the Madonna whore complex. Yeah, it could be that. That wouldn't shock me at all. I, I don't. I'm not that. calling the women dirty. I'm no, just no, saying, no. Like, you know, that's this is what he. There, there's a reason there's a Madonna whore complex mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
men will sometimes make their own partners have to be perfect and then quite often will cheat with someone else and do all the right because dirty stuff they yes. want to do with someone else because they don't want to you know corrupt their perfect wife that might or be what's going on here it could be i had mm-hmm. that not occurred to me yeah and that's not the craziest thing i've ever heard by a long shot yeah he says they were just having a good time he was the best behaved guy there and he was he was he was the only one who behaved himself jovi knows other his than way around the strip club he does mm-hmm. he does he's been too many as mm-hmm. we know and yara thinks this is about her she says you have a beautiful wife or he's she said in her talking he has a beautiful wife why does he need to do this it's not about you, honey. Mm-mm. And again, I said, this is why she thinks he has the upper hand. Mm-hmm. And she does. He doesn't. Jovi feels like she's taking her insecurities out on him. Shitty thing she, to say, douchebag. It is a shitty thing to say. She wants to know if he thinks she's ugly. Oh, honey, come on. Stop. <sighs> Jovi walks out. Yara begs him to come back. She breaks down and Jovi goes to the bar. Yara says she tries to be amazing so he won't go to the strip clubs anymore. This is this is bad. This is so This is what they need to be talking about in therapy. Yeah, not the, not the birth control thing. Now, here's why I think the Madonna whore complex might be at play. Okay. Because what if Yara decided to throw on an outfit and go strip in a strip club? Right. Jovi would not want to be with her probably. No. He has to maintain this squeaky clean image of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he I think the strippers. fact that she it, he does love strippers. I think the fact that she's a little prudish in public mm-hmm. helps reinforce that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure mm-hmm. she's not prudish when it's just the two of them together. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But in public she is. And I don't and think that's probably, an act. She probably they probably talk filthy to each other. Oh yeah. I think dirty like talk. Filthy fantasies, but never act on it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. I think they have a great sex life. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that he doesn't do enough foreplay, which we... Yeah. 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 He doesn't do the full body massage. He just doesn't do the full body massage. <laughs> I would like a full body massage. <sighs> now we get to our next time on. Okay. Next time on. We have the... Oh, do you have it or do you yeah, want I have, to do it? I have it. Okay. Go for I'll, it. I'll do it and then you fill in whatever I missed. Okay. Kalani There's tells... Not a lot, so. Kalani gathers the, her sister and everyone else and tells Asuelo about her affair. And Asuelo, I don't think her sister's there. Oh, Kalini's there, I think. Oh, was it was the therapist, the therapist? Did the therapist have dark hair? Yeah, Dr. Janie. Oh, Janie. Dr. Janie. Okay, I'm used to seeing her with Dr. Mikati. Wait. So no, when she... I saw someone with dark hair, I thought it was Kalini. Okay. No, Kal- Kalini and Kalani have been with, or Kalani and Asuelu have been with Dr. Janie Janie the whole time. Okay. All right. Okay. Anyway, um, she tells him about the affair, and he starts doing this head grab. And, and I'm afraid he's going to explode into a murderous rage. And he, he Oswelu, because he's so unreadable, yeah. puts me on edge. Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember when this was. This was early on in their relationship, and they got into a fight. And he and called he her. He felt whore. shame. Well, he called her a bitch in the car. But no, mm-hmm. that's that's not what I'm thinking about. He got really upset, and he started beating himself. Yes, beating yes. himself about the head. Yes. When yes. he goes into shame, mm-hmm. he gets very, like, physically abusive to himself. There is a part of me that feels bad for him because we know so much of this is baked into his culture and baked into him. Agreed. And, and he, he has to and, unlearn all of that. And I don't think he's smart enough to. No, I don't think he's smart enough to know that he needs to unlearn it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he, if this is a thing he doesn't even know what he doesn't know. And Correct. he doesn't know he doesn't know. Correct. And you again, the elevator does not go to the top. The elevator does not go to the top floor. No. And I think this is beyond him. But I'll now, be really curious to see this therapy session. Me too. Now the gang is on a catamaran. Never good. Never good. Mm-mm. Putting everybody on a catamaran because no. you know it's going to go bad. Yeah. And, and Michael's. Then... <laughs> it's holding Michael. It's holding Michael. <laughs> so I missed Michael being paraded around on the on the iPad for a while. It's been a couple episodes. They mu- they have to stay close to shore because their Wi Fi will cut out. Michael. Again, though, if oh my god, this would be the perfect opportunity for Ed to use Michael to beat Jovi with the iPad. <laughs> Michael has a weapon. <laughs> and then is it technically that Michael beat up Jovi? <laughs> Who's gonna be arrested? <laughs> it's like I didn't do it. This Michael did. <laughs> Sir, you move the iPad, but it's his face. <laughs> oh bless. So Ed, now we see Ed ratting out Jovi. Yeah. He's like, ask Jovi who he was texting last night. It was the stripper. So so that tells me this is the day after they're all hung over and they're yeah. on a catamaran. Right. Oh Someone's got to be puking. Oh my God. They've all got to be puking. And here's what I think. I think Jovi tells Liz that Ed grabbed a stripper's ass. I think so too. I don't and know so if he, he does back. it directly, but he implies it. Yep. And this sets Ed off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's exactly what this is. So and- Jovi threatens to fuck Ed up and he's like going at him. <laughs> like like the producer jumps in. Yes. And then I have oh Yara and Jovi the... fight and Ed and Liz fight. Can you imagine can you imagine the Jovi beatdown of Ed? Oh my god. I'm here for it. I'm here oh. for it. Although I don't know if Jovi's a good fighter. Think of how easy it would be to punch Ed, just not weeble wobble him down. Like what and we just... needed to see was Kelly fighting. That would Ed. be great. He would have pummeled him. Pummeled him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see would, Michael beat Ed. That would be. Can we beat Mike? Can we beat Ed with Michael? Just use Michael's face. But I don't feel Ed. like Jovi. Jovi's Maybe not a fighter. Ed to be beat. What's up? I want Ed to be beaten. I want Ed to be beaten as well. Yeah. Um, you know who could beat the shit out of Ed? Angela. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she beats the shit out of people in like new york hotel lobbies that's she true. really could kill him that's true that's true that's God. true do you think that's why she didn't get invited to the 10th anniversary party because she I couldn't don't... be trusted to not do beat we people? think she didn't get invited or do we think she just couldn't go i don't think she would miss it if she could have been if she was invited i don't know she loves the camera way too much that's true hmm do you think so this is episode 10 we only have two more Yes. So do you, who do we think, let's do our predictions for okay. the commitment ceremony. Okay. Yara and Jovi, do they do it? Is everything yes. fine? Everything I think will so be fine. too. I, I think, think they'll so be too. fine. Angela, Michael. <sighs> yeah, they do it because she's such, she needs to keep this going. Mm. To stay relevant. To stay relevant. She can't break up with him. If are she they breaks still up together with in real life? Who knows? There's yeah, rumors know. that they are and rumors that they aren't. Okay. Um, Ed and Liz. Mm. Yeah, they do the recommitment ceremony because they got married a couple weeks ago. A couple yeah. months ago, whatever it was. Kalani and Asuelu. No. 
No. I think Kalani and Asuela are done in this in the next episode. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Can't wait I think, to see it. I think when she tells him everything, she's like, she's done. What if what if they get up to do the recommitment ceremony and she and literally pass. Yeah, she literally kicks Asuelu off the altar and Hall J Pass <laughs> runs in. <laughs> I want a Hall J Pass sighting. Mm-hmm. Me too. He's on I, wonder, I wonder if we'll get one. I mean he is he's entered the chat. He's there. Yes. I don't think we'll get one. I, I would like to get one, but I, I think, think I don't think we will. Uh, but yeah, I don't think they do the recommitment. I think they're done after next week's episode. So what are our hopes? Do we think there's going to be season two? I do. I do. I, I think this is doing so much better than they thought it would. Mm-hmm. And people are loving this so much more than HEA. Yes. Yes. And But they need to be careful because they need to... Like, they're already doing it. They're already getting away from the therapy. We need the mm-hmm. therapy. We need, we need that. Ba- we need to go back to the therapies. The therapy is has to be in there. All right, Amanda. So after we recorded, uh, some allegations came out from Kalani. So, yeah. guys, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. Sexual assault, rape, all that stuff. Okay? Yeah. Feel free to skip right over if this is too much for you. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's all good. It's a lot. All right, so Kalani apparently put on her, well, not apparently, Kalani she put did. on her, her Instagram mm-hmm. this the following statements. I've had enough of the hate mail and rape death threats, which, wow. Wow. And I have to well, imagine this all boiled up after she said, I spent the night with Paul J. Pass. The maybe, people were yeah. like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. So let's clear up some things. Number one, I did not have a one-night stand with Asuelu. We didn't even kiss until two weeks after knowing each other. I met him in July 2016, and we intentionally got pregnant May of 2017. Okay. This is new information, because that is not how the show sold it. The I show believe her. sold it like she accidentally got pregnant when she yeah. was in Simwa. She went there. She thought the pool boy was the activities director, because he was like Julie, the t- cruise director. Yeah. Yeah. She thought he was hot, and banged him, Yeah, and then got pregnant. So that's a little editing manipulation. Mm -hmm. Two, my parents do not monetarily support me in any way and never have. The Utah house was half mine. That's public record. And I always paid my part. I do not live with my parents and I support myself. How, how is she buying houses and shit? I don't know. She did have a job when Asuelu came over that she quit to spend time with him. Yeah, she had to have a job, right, to get him over here? Yeah, she had. I mean, her parents may have co-signed on the sponsorship. Yeah. I could see her father doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought that her parents helped support her, and I, no shade in that. I mean, if your parents can do it and they want to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, well, of if, all if the my things... father wanted to start paying my rent tomorrow, <laughs> right. I'm not going to I'm not gonna be like, oh, no, no, you can't do that. Of all the things we shade these people for, financial support by your parents is not one of them. Particularly when you have two small children and you're married yeah. to an imbecile. Yeah. Okay. Now this it gets is dark. A tough one. Number three. I had a second baby because I was held down. He apologized for that and the other times I was sexually assaulted. It's recorded. I don't know what that means. You can imagine how it feels to get messages about taking responsibility and learning to keep my legs shut when they were forced open. None of you know anyone you watch. You know a version of people and you crucify them over things out of their control and for what? May all of that energy be be returned back to you and yours. Okay, so she's alleging 
mm-hmm. that he held her down. And I, I have to say, I believe it. I believe it too. I believe it too. Um, I, 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 first of all, I'm team believe women. And yes, of course. so that's, that's easy, but I can see it in him. He has, mm-hmm. he has a temper for sure. He has like a, and I said this when I don't, I said this when we recorded the episode. Yeah. He Cause he did the, the thing like we beat about his head and stuff. Like there's like a darkness in him. There is a darkness. Like you don't in him. know if he's going to like cry and act like a big baby or murder you. <laughs> like, I feel like he can go between those two things. I agree. I agree. He completely can go between those two things. And this is just so dark. And it puts into, it puts into question everything we've ever seen about the two of them. It certainly explains why she was so upset when she got pregnant the second time. And why Colini, I mean, Colini hated him enough because of all of the cheating and she was the lone mm-hmm. person who knew mm-hmm. that. I don't know if she knew about the sexual assault, particularly. Do you remember when Kalani told Kalini that she was pregnant? Yes. On her bachelorette party? Yes. And Kalini just started sobbing? Yes. I wonder how much Kalini knew in that moment of what their relationship was like. Right. Like, I wonder if Kalani had told her that he did this to her. Yeah. And then now she was saying, guess what? A pregnancy resulted from that. Yeah. I'm glad she's telling her story. I am sad, though, for Kennedy because someday he is going – the internet doesn't go away and someday someone is going to tell this child that he is the result of a sexual assault. And that's a whole other Mm -hmm. level. I was reading something yesterday and someone said that exact point and they said that they were adopted and they'd gone on a search for their birth family. And before they did that, whoever they were working with was like, look, you need to be prepared to find Mm -hmm. out that you were conceived. Because it's distinctly possible it was in a very bad way. And if you're not ready to know that information, whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. you know, she could also find out that she, you know, was conceived by two, two teenagers or two people who love each other and just realized they weren't ready to have a baby. Yeah, sure. A million reasons. But I thought that was really interesting because, yeah, if you're going on an adoption search, you don't know, you know nothing. And you're opening up actual Pandora's box. So I feel bad for Kennedy that this is there in the world. Mm -hmm. I also think if you think that marital rape doesn't happen, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. And until, until like the mid nineties and gosh, I'm afraid to say this out loud because I, this could be an incorrect fact of the date, but until an embarrassingly recent time Mm -hmm. in the state of Delaware, if you had consented to have sex with someone like within the last six months, they could not be charged with rape. That's insane to me. That is insane to me. And there are whole cultures that, you know, really buy into this. There are whole cultures that when you marry the man, you are his property. Yes. Yes. And, and you are signing can, up for sexual servitude. Yep. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe that is the attitude in Samoa. I don't know. Oh, I guarantee it is. I guarantee yeah. it is. Just- I mean, Given what we learned about how men treat women. Learned, right. I have not been to Samoa. I don't know any Samoan people in my own life. But given what we have learned from it would shock me and Kalani, mm-hmm. it would not surprise me. It seems like a very misogynistic culture. Yes. Yeah. And that women don't have a ton of agency, if any agency at all. And this is why Papa Lowe really wanted his daughters out of that. 
Yeah. I think it's really telling that that Father Chinbraid really wanted his daughters to marry white men. Yeah. I think that's really for for it's not her, her mother who is a, a white woman. For her mm-hmm. father who's a Samoan to say, "I don't want you to marry someone from my culture." Tells you yeah. a lot about that culture. Usually it's the exact yes. opposite. If somebody yes. is from a foreign country, they very much want you to continue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the traditions of that culture. And he's like, eh, nope, nope. So nope. Let, let's break down the part where she says it's recorded. Does she it's mean re- it's recorded like I press charges? Or does she mean it's recorded like on a phone? I'm going to guess on a phone. And if that's I, the case. She uh... pressed, I, well, I don't think she pressed charges because I feel like we would have heard about it by now. I think so, too. There's no way that that wouldn't have leaked. Yeah, I think so, too. So in light of this, we, we she has to leave him, right? She, she has, has to, to leave, leave him. him, which is what we think is happening anyway. So we decided to record this because a lot of people were asking Amy and, and me what our thoughts were. And we were going to do it next week because next week we're getting a big therapy session with Asuelo and mm-hmm. Kalani. And I hope to God it's her finally saying, we're done. And I thought that I, I felt that before. <laughs> Yeah, me Before too. we knew any of this. Yeah. She needs to be done with this man. Yeah. He's not good for her. He's not good to her. Full stop. Now we know just the depths and degree to which he is not good to her. To which he's awful to her. It's not even he's not good. He's and, and I will say this. Really awful. And I will say this. And I don't want this to come across in any way as me being apologetic for Asuelu. Mm-hmm. In any way. Kalani mm-hmm. is the victim here. Kalani is, I believe her. What she's mm-hmm. saying is accurate. But I do believe there is part of Asuelu that this is baked into him. Mm -hmm. And he does not understand fully what What he has done. Agreed. He may not know that this is sexual assault and rape. He he may not understand that. I I don't know. I I, I do believe that. However, I'm also of the mind of if you are literally trying to have sex with someone and they are saying no... And you are that holding should, them down. That should supersede all. <laughs> that should see, supersede all cultural inclinations. Unless you have had a pre-negotiated dynamic of where this is going to be a part of your sexual relationship. I mean, consensual non-consent is is a sure, thing. It's a and thing. It's, it's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. As long as everyone's consenting, I don't care what anybody does. But if you are in a position where you're having sex with somebody and they are fighting it, and you've never talked about what that is, you mm-hmm. stop. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Well, stop. And he, I would not be shocked that he doesn't know that. And yeah. so I'm not. I'm not. Again, I'm not no. excusing him in any way. No. But I'm I, saying, I guess what I'm saying is I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because I think this is baked in. And this is such a difficult conversation to have because a he said nothing. We know nothing mm-hmm. about. We mm-hmm. only know of their relationship. What we have. What Matt Sharp has told us about their relationship. Right. Right. And it appears what Matt Sharp has been telling us about their relationship is not the full story, which is not shocking because we know we've been around this rodeo long enough to know that they tell the story they want to tell. And I understand that Kalani probably didn't want to tell this story. No, I'm sure she didn't. She didn't even want to tell it now. No, but she she sounds in that post. She sounds ashamed. And I'm like, you girl, you have nothing to be ashamed of. She has nothing to be ashamed of, but I think people, this is something we're starting to see, and I'm just going to make a blanket statement about fandoms in general. 
people are starting to cross boundaries and blur boundaries and all the time like, these are real people yeah and the fact that people are contacting her and insinuating that she's a slut or a whore because she had a second child with right. this guy that is insane to me these are real people right like, or leave that she's them a alone. slut and a whore because she had a had an affair after her husband's had many an affair and right. it's so no wonder Hall J pass. And I, I feel, I feel weird calling him that no wonder Dallas. Cause like, this isn't a joke anymore. Yeah. We can make, we can right. make fun of this when we're doing the regular podcast, but right. no wonder there's the appeal of Dallas or any man who's kind to her, mm-hmm. who's responsible, who seems to, st- what from the three things she said about him seems to be a stand up guy. Who knows? I wonder, I want eyes on Papa Chimbraid. When this comes out, so do I. Because he, again, I murder him. Like if I were bridge, Slavu, I would get thee back to some Samoa because you're dead. Yeah, I would too. Because hell, we thought he was going to kill him for just like you know, not getting a job. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is so dark, and I hope I hope this last resort experience gave Kalani opportunities to have real therapy yeah i'm guessing she comes from a culture where therapy is not a huge thing i I could be totally wrong but that's just my guess between between the mormonism she's mormon right yeah Yeah. well she's left the she's left the lds church but yeah she was raised mormon and she talks about like her um her local bishop like grilling her about any sexual thing that she's done and she was like 16 like it's just so gross so she's she's had this from all sides and she she, you know, I just, I think it's, awful. I just think it's gross that fans sending her hate mail and death threats is what precipitated her having to release this information. Agreed. And again, guys, if you feel in your heart of hearts that someone on one of these shows has angered you or done something wrong, just write it in a little, write it on a sheet of paper, put it in an envelope and just put it aside. <laughs> right. You don't need to contact them. No, or or go to one of the Facebook groups where we mm-hmm. talk about these yeah, people. Yeah, about it. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or call your best friend. Yeah. Your your favorite podcast mm-hmm. host and bitch about these people. You don't like this stack of envelopes over here with all my thoughts <laughs> about these people. Yeah, like there is a line, and these are real people. These yes, are they are there for entertainment. But with like Oliver and Kennedy are real, and this is their mother. You know, and this I mean? is their like, father, and this is the story yeah, of how like, they were stop. conceived. Yeah. And this matters. I know this matters. Your friends are not doing this kind of shit. I know because no, they're no. backdoor friends and they're cool. We're cool. Like we wouldn't do this kind of thing. But, but like, if you have that friend at work who's like, "Oh, I'm hate mail and client," just tell them, "Yo, stop, stop, stop." She's in enough pain. Yeah, yeah. Her life is messy enough. She does not need it piled on from random strangers on the internet. Yeah. So, in summary, we believe Kalani. We believe Kalani, and I'm just heartbroken for her. I just hope Kalani has a lot of support and therapy right now. Me too. Because I like her. She's a good person. I think. All right, that's been a 90 Day Last Resort for the week. I hope you guys enjoyed the coverage. Yes. We enjoyed talking about it. We do, and two more weeks to go. I'm going to be I'm going to be sad when this is over. I know, but I I have so many podcasts going on right now. You do. I told Amanda, you... I brought nine episodes in seven days. <laughs> like oh You work God. so much work, literally. <laughs> and I'll nearly be... half of them are with me. <laughs> I'll be happy when we could just get into a groove where it's like, Sister wives, married at first sight, and then like two other things. Yep. 
Like that would be very nice. So yeah. we'll get there. All right, everybody. If you haven't already, jump onto our Patreon, support the show. You get ad-free shows and you yep. get um, extended wives. editions of Sister Wives because I only put like a little teaser on the free feed. Mm-hmm. So that might be 15, 20 minutes where you're getting an hour and a half. On yeah. That. Where we talk for an hour and a half about the nothing that happens on every episode. Absolutely. But everything happens on every episode. It's Absolutely. so great. Um, that's and, the best way to support the show. And you yeah. can also, if you can't do Patreon or Supercast, leave us a five-star review. That always helps. That'd be great. That'd be we great. appreciate that. And follow the show on Instagram. Follow Amanda on Instagram. All those links are in the show notes. And thanks so much for listening. Take care, everyone. Bye.